get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. This is the Pink Millionaire and your power mentor, Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're here to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and that's for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead and share the call with other people. They can dial in the 602-753-1848 or... Listen online with your smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. We're in a new uh, series right now, and it's called uh, Growth is Vital. Uh, well, you're talking about the vitality of, uh, of, your, of your network marketing business. You got to remember that you yourself are the heartbeat of your business. And if you're not growing personally, uh, then it's going to affect everything else around you. We are referencing to our book, The Power of Five by John C. Maxwell, because we are on a 90-day run on Miracle Mile. And this is where everyone who's involved has identified a need, but everyone is willing to take their individual responsibility. And give it their all, no matter the odds. And this is what I want you guys to know. It's all of our responsibility to grow. Many people think that network marketing is an insta-growth business, and that is not true. It is a business, and so it requires those who are inside of the business to take responsibility in growth. Our scripture today is coming out of the book of Third John, Third um, John, two, Third John two, and two. This is familiar because I want you to know that God does want want us to grow, but He wants to grow in all things. Some people think that as long as they grow in their numbers. That qualifies them for leadership. And so I want us to go to the Lord right now because um, I believe that some people are going to grow through this, just this particular episode in itself. Who's going to grow? Those who want to. Believe it or not, not only is it your responsibility to grow, but it is also a choice. Let's go to the Lord together. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad, we're joyous, we're here in the land of the living. Father God, right now, as we are sending our uh, our light, our love, our, our prayers, oh, Father God, uh, to those who are in desperate need of growth. Dear Lord, we know there are so many people that are suffering in so many areas, including our Prayers going out to our families there right now in the Bahamas who uh, have been hit 
with Hurricane Durian. We're thankful, Father God, for those who will be able to uh, give not only their prayers, but lift a helping hand as well as their their uh, treasure, oh, Father God, to help in the rebuild, oh, dear Lord. We know, oh, Father God, that any time that there is storms, not only if they are literal, but also if they are spiritual or mental storms in our life, we know that you are able to give full restoration as we're coming to you, oh dear Lord, right now, and we're wanting to grow so we can go out and do great exploits in your name. We'll be careful to acknowledge you in all of our ways. We're grateful, Father God, for those, those leaders who said they will create an atmosphere of growth for others, that they will continuously focus on growth for themselves. We're grateful, Father God, for even these teachings. And as your Holy Spirit increased, let your servant decrease so that your people who call you by your name will be not only saying your name, but they will be careful to not only hear, but do what it is you told them to do. We honor you and we bless you. And we want to seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, family, if you're just now logging in, I I want you to know that our foundational scripture for this uh, series is Luke chapter 8, verses uh, 10 through 15. You want to go back and you want to identify God here pretty much as sipping and sorting um, as, as Jesus is here letting people know, hey, there are a lot of people who hear information, but based off of where they are determines what they do with it. And so now as we're talking about that growth is vital, we're in Third John chapter 2, verse 2, and it reads, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. Now, for those who may be saying, okay, our soul, what, what does that entail? Our mind, your thoughts, your mind, your mind, your mind, your mind, your will. God will never override your will. Even the Holy Spirit, he's a gentleman. And so for those who think he's just going to overtake you and force you to do better, to be better, to want more, to do more, he will not do that. So if God himself will not override your will, definitely your upline in your business cannot override your will either. Your emotions. Your energy in motion, where is it? This is why in the book of Romans, God tells us that we have to renew our mind every single day because you have to work on having a healthy soul if you want to grow. Now, let's think about that. Now, your intellect, your intellect, this is where people think that they can outsmart God. Now, he says here in the book, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prosper. Your mind, your will, your emotions, also your intellect. Now, if you were to break this down, it will 
start to help you understand not only other people, you want to first begin to understand yourself. Now, you want to think that when we start talking about this subconscious mind, that's what's really ruling your whole world. These are the experiences that now are etched inside of your mind that's deciding your will and even your emotions. It's why you do the things that you do. And it's not all in front of your face because your, your experiences when you react to something or don't react to something in a particular way, you're thinking that maybe it's your truth, but is it really your truth? Here it is. God has said to us so many times he wants us to do well. So then why are there so many people not doing well? Because they've not made it a conscious choice to say I need to grow. Now, when we begin to read the book here of A Power of Five, and there were 10 benefits in the beginning of the book, and many people probably still have not, number one, gotten the book, or number two, have not identified what their needs are. They're only relying on maybe what happens in the Facebook page. They're only relying on someone to tell them a bedtime story, so they're relying on someone to regurgitate what they missed. And when we're talking about growth, we want to identify a few things. Because I'm going to tell you right here, I'm not only a people watcher, I, I, I pay attention. I was first always, always, and I continue to pay attention even to myself, what, what, what makes me tick and what ticks me off. And the things that tick you off can hinder you from growth. It doesn't matter who ticked you off. You got to think about the end result that it may hinder you from growth. And this is the reason why the miracles happen when people give it their all, no matter the odds. Do you realize that many a times the odds that are against you are either your own lack of personal growth or people who are trying to hinder your growth? It did not say that the miracle is going to happen depending on what is the odds. It says no matter the odds. And so you got to make sure that you're in an atmosphere of growth. Leaders are always uh, consciously creating atmospheres where other people can grow. And so in the book, it says to us a few things. It says uh, it, you want to be in a place where there are some specific things. You got to be able to count and say, okay, well, I want to grow. And if growth is vital to my business, yes, I need to know my numbers. Most adults in network marketing can count. If the company says, okay, if you get this many people, we're going to give you this much sales volume in your back office, and this equates to this particular title or position. And people say, yeah, that's simple, but it's definitely not easy. The, the hard part about it is, number one, is there an atmosphere? Are you planting yourself in an atmosphere of growth? Now, the growth atmosphere may be there, but are you showing up to the growth atmosphere? 
This is the reason why you have more people that don't grow. When we start going down the checklist of the growth atmosphere, you might have a place in your business. It might be at calls. It might be on calls. It may be uh, on webinars. It may be in trainings where it's always an atmosphere of growth, but that may not be where your mind, your will your emotions or your intellect will tell you you should be, meaning that you might be spending more time in the places you don't want to be. Most people, when they identify their needs, they will realize that they have planted themselves in areas where there is no growth. Some people see are cemented in areas or places or hanging around people where there is no growth. So when you now say, okay, there is an atmosphere of growth, and do I make time, do I invest my talents and my treasures of making sure I'm in places of growth? This is where people can hang out all night, and I was there. I was there many, many years ago where you can hang out all night, You come in and it's a joke. I came in at, I ain't get in until 5 o'clock in the morning. So I was too tired for church. Or you're hanging out and then when you were younger, we got to put away childish things. I was hanging out. I was too tired to get up for school. So now we're grown and we say, oh, I don't need to show up to no training. They're going to be saying the same thing. And the atmosphere at the training is where people are growing and are grown. And you're saying they're saying the same thing and you're in the same place. I want us to identify this thing on what John C. Maxwell shares about growth. He says an organization that provides a place where others are ahead of me. Let's check that off. Or is there a place that you could go where people are where you want to be? Meaning, let's just say you don't want their whole life, hopefully not. But let's just say you would like to see what it feels like not to be going from check to check. Maybe you'd like to be seeing what it feels like to not have to worry about your finances. Maybe you'd like to See what it feels like that if your mom is in need or even beyond that, if your church says there is a need that you're one that can privately write uh, the check. Maybe you want to be in a place where you can say, you know what, right now things are happening in the Bahamas and you're waiting for things to settle so you can send help. Are there any, is there any place you can go where there are other people that are ahead of you? Is there any place that you can go uh, in your organization that you are continually challenged? That people are saying, raise the bar. Minimal work or mediocrity is not where it's at. Is there any place you can go where people are saying, that ain't the move? That ain't the move. Being minimal A mediocre is not the move. Is there any place you can go where someone is challenging you or people are challenging you and saying, come on, let's go to the next level. Come on, you are better than this. What about any place where the focus is forward? 
Now, I'm going to tell you this thing that tripped you up. Trip you up. We're going to stay with those three. We're going to go to the next three and tomorrow about the atmosphere where it's affirming. But this is what I want you to think. Do you know that when we start talking about your soul prospering, you can even get to certain points in your business where it can trick you that you've grown. Meaning that you were able to do certain things and you were able to see some results. Let's call it results for a moment. Results. Meaning that maybe your numbers grow. You've gotten some people who came to your organization, they started moving, people started recognizing you, things like that, and then, but the soul didn't grow. Meaning if you were one that would create problems where there were no problems, now here you go doing that. Where you would now the conversations, you've gotten to a place that is so unfamiliar. What, what is the unfamiliar place? Maybe now you're going to the bank and there is money where there used to be none. Maybe now you're driving a car that when you used to look at other people drive that car and you say, I'm going to drive that car one day. We got results. But we don't focus on the soul or the health of our soul. At some point in time, where you are in your personal growth is going to catch up to the financial growth. I want you to know something. There's an easy remedy to this, even though changing the circumstance or changing the, 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 where your mind is, is not going to change overnight. There's no magic pill. I wish there were. I wish there was a pill or a supplement that we could give and, and, and say, okay, do people the way you want to be done. Um, treat people the way you want to be treated. I wish, I wish that there was a, a pill and say, hey, be in full reciprocity, give as much as you get. I wish there was a pill that we could take. But you can make a decision right now. And say, I want to grow so I can be a true asset to the business. Because I'm going to tell you something. When you start understanding and growing your soul, that first begins in the spirit realm, and you start saying, no, my mind, my will, my emotions are going to be driven to moving forward. Everything else is going to follow. Everything is going to follow. You, you've heard the greats who would say people don't care how much you know until they must know how much you care. 
I care about your soul because it creates the culture. It creates a culture in network marketing. Do you understand that there are companies that come and they go? And it's not only because uh, the products go bad or it's not because uh, of this or that. Typically, people don't understand that if only one place that money comes from is people, the people creates the culture and the mind, the will, the emotions. The intellect of the people in a business determines the growth. Do you know what SMH means? I had to figure that out. I saw the SMH in network marketing. Shaking my head. How many times in your organization do you look or see things and you just S? M H. That's an indicator that near growth is vital. Just in case people think that what I'm talking about is just my opinion. S M H. Why? Because typically when you start having more results, you are more in the limelight. So more people notice you and see you. More people have access to you. So as we are creating this atmosphere of growth, we want to not have to consistently SMH. There was a time in my life where I had the SMH myself. I said, this is not the move. My son is 24 years old, and I was sharing with the leader on yesterday that if I had not understood that what I do affect others, I could have probably been in a prison delivering my son just because I was in the wrong atmosphere. Do you know you don't have to be doing anything wrong and be in the wrong atmosphere and things wrong can happen? I know some people say, Nicola, you're too deep. Well, I'm deep because you haven't been where I've been. And I could see where people can do things and say, oh, I didn't mean it. But what you didn't mean can cause great harm. Or I wasn't thinking, and what you were not thinking about can cause people great harm. And so God brought me into the atmosphere of growth. People who I was coached by, people who I respected, people who I said, you know what, people who corrected the thought patterns that I had. And the fringe benefit of it was that I've grown to the top of two companies as a leader. That was the fringe benefit, but that was not the intention. The intention was growth. The intention was being a better person. The fringe benefit is what you guys see as the result. Top of company. That was not the intention. 
So I know that growth, when a person puts focus on growth and bringing that growth to the atmosphere where they are in, by placing themselves in atmospheres that challenge them to grow, amazing things can happen in their life. Let's open up the call this morning. Good morning, 503, last four, 4862. We're committed to growth this morning. Are you? God bless you. Good morning. Can you hear us? Okay. Let's hope this board is working out. We just came off the the beach, just plugging in my my computer for the first time. Five zero three last for forty eight sixty two. Okay, let's try this line here. I just messed up the board. Seven six zero three zero seven three. Let's see if that number works. Good morning. Yes. Good morning, Queen. This is Joe Bailey out of Los Angeles. How are you this morning? Hey, God bless you, L.A. You up early. Good morning, King. How are you? I'm I'm doing good, thank you. Um, yes, I am committed to um, definitely um, doing what I have to do, um, being committed, um, making sure that I use um, the available tools that have been given to me, making sure I implement everything that's being taught to me, making sure that I'm a good student. Um, so that I can in turn teach others. So yes, I'm I'm committed, um, and I'm working on um, getting those things ready right now as we speak. Actually, so thank you very That's much powerful. for for all you do, and thank you very much. That is so powerful. Thank you so much, Kane, for your share. I I wanna I wanna let people know for those who are in the Power Start Your Day group, we're gonna be picking uh, winners. Uh, Every week, every week, we want to reward people for uh, things that we know creates growth. I remember taking this class in Malaysia. I've talked about it many a times, and um, they, they said that people who participate, I remember them saying this in the class, and so I gave it my all. I mean, I traveled 30 hours uh, with three plays, and I said I might as well give it my all if I traveled through 30 hours with Three planes. I might as well give it my all because they said that if you give it your all, then all will be given to you. And I said, wow, I want that all. So let me give it my all. And I remember them sharing that people who participated or they say played full out, they typically move um, into top positions in leadership. And wow, they told the truth. And I just heard them just share. We're, we're in a group, in a WhatsApp group. This is from people with, from all over the world, whether we're talking about China, Malaysia, New Zealand, Australia, U.S., Africa, uh, Cambodia. We're everywhere. We're all in this WhatsApp group. And, and then they, they posted and said, hey, they want a reunion. And they said, listen, um, education is the highest form of leverage. Education is the highest form of leverage. And I'm like, whoa. It's so funny what can happen to your life when you're coachable. And I want to reward people who are coachable. I know we've gone well over a 1,000 people in that group. And when people participate, bring people in the group, whatever, we want to reward those people. So we're definitely going to be making sure that happens. Um, let's go to uh, 386, last four, 7545. Are you committed to growth? Are you committed to growth? Good morning. Uh, good morning to you. Are good you committed to growth? Yes, ma'am. Good morning. This is Dominica out of Daytona Beach. How are you this morning? 
Good morning. God bless you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, I am committed, and despite um, the storm approaching us and we'll be prepared, we're still being prayerful, and I'm still doing what I need to do on my side to make sure that I'm committed to what I signed up for because I believe in what I'm doing, and I believe in what I can do for others. So I just need to go out and do it. Absolutely. We're going to be praying for you guys um, in, in all of the areas, you know, I want, I want to ask you a question, right? And is there anything that with this storm approaching, is there anything or any position that you wish you were in a better position thinking about the storm um, than you are right now? Is there anything? I don't want you to go into reminiscing down into a lane of saying, oh, I wish I could have whatever. It's about moving forward. If, if things were, would, would there be anything that you would wish were different with the storm approaching? Is there anything? Um, other than and not hitting us or coming at all, um, because it was kind of like out of nowhere for us. And, you know, we thought about the options to leave or to stay, um, and other family members came into mind, so we just did the best decision that was for everyone, you know, and so Absolutely. if there was anything that was not there, we just put our faith in God. You know, we're used to the storms. We've we've been here for a while now, so yeah. when they do approach, we pray about it, we look at a game plan, and we kind of go from there, but for me, I, I just know what I need to do for, for mm -hmm. myself and for my family and so that when this situation happens again, I know that I'll be in a better place to do some things differently. Right. And that's what we want to do. We want to make sure you stay in touch and we want to make sure that we're helping out. And, um, and, and that is exactly what it is. I used to live in South Florida. My family is West Indian. So coming from a uh, family from the Caribbean, uh, these types of storms are very, you know, they're common, you know, especially if they live close by the ocean and things like that. And um, it, it's, it's hard to say how to prepare outside of what they tell you to do is to have your, your personal items and the plastics and to, you know, have enough water and have enough, you know, non-perishable items in your home and, and, and things like that. And, and the one thing is, is that there are a lot of people who just can't afford to do um, all of the preparations. They just can't afford to do it. And I know for me, um, I always said I want to be in a position to help. I want to be in a position to help. I want to offer prayers, but I want to be able to help in places where my heart is leading me to do. And we as positioned in network marketing, if we do our best, not only for uh, the titles, the pins, then we're also in a position to help. We got to do better, not only for ourselves, but in opportunities where we can be able to even sow seeds and really assist. I don't know if anyone out there identifies and say, hey, I want to be in a position where I can give and, and not only being in a position at times where I'm, I'm the one looking at getting. We're always going to be on one side or the other because we're always getting something from God that we don't even deserve. But what I'm sharing is, is that the opportunity to be able to position yourself uh, to, to give. Does anybody else identify with that? We're at 407, last four, 2156. Good morning. God bless you. Hi. Good morning, Dr. Nicole Smith. This is Miranda from Orlando, Florida. 
God bless you, Miranda. Oh, my mercy. I I am just so, so regretful that I could not have made it. Because of the storm, we were like, hey, we didn't know what it was going to do. The unpredictable. But I was able to dial in. And um, how are you? How are you, Miranda? Oh, I'm doing fine. You know, of course, Floridians, we're used to this kind of weather. And, of course, I was looking forward to the Super Monday. But I know, of course, Dorian had other plans. So, um, I was aware of that, but I was definitely tuned into the call yesterday, and that was a powerful call yesterday, and of course, um, participation. So I definitely participated. So that was a powerful call yesterday, and just a, a powerful series that you started this week on growth. So I'm fine. I'm definitely fine. My family's fine. So we are all well in Florida. So thank you. Thank you. God bless you. And absolutely, tomorrow we'll be counting, right? You can't say growth without measurement. We have to know from whence we, where we were to where we are going to where we have been able to um, get to. And it's important that you, you are looking at growth to say, five years ago, how different is my life? Our life experiences are determined on our intentional growth. But we can change and say, well, maybe I've not come as far as I would like to have in the last five years. But what about five years from now? The five-year look back is for you to determine where you want to be five years forward. And we'll start counting on tomorrow some things that we should be looking at, measuring, qualifying to say that we're growing. God bless you. You guys have an amazing day, and let's go out there and start helping some people grow.